BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tribune Audio Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. Hi, I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. The start of the school year, and some kids are already far behind the others on that first day of school, but it really doesn't have to be that way. What parents do now will have a huge impact on their kids' lives, and Project Now says it wants to make sure children in Rock Island, Henry, and Mercer counties all get the early education they need, and parents get help, too. So Maureen Hart joined us. She's the executive director of Project Now. And Project Now's Head Start director, Marcia Siebel, joined us as well to talk about the program. And we start with Maureen and the long link between Head Start and Project Now. Well, we work with so many families with young children, and we want them when they enter kindergarten to just be just right there, right with the other children, and maybe a a step above. Well, let's be honest. I mean, some families can't afford preschool. They can afford it. It's the best for their kids and others can't. Why should they be at such a disadvantage on that first day of kindergarten? Right. They shouldn't be at a disadvantage at all. So that's why Head Start was born out of the 60s. And um, we've been running the program since the 70s. And we've seen the successes over the years. And it's really a great, great preschool program. Well, Marcia, some of the Head Start programs have already started for Project Now. Mm-hmm. Is it ever too late to get involved? It's never too late. We constantly take applications. Um, We are constantly enrolling. Uh, There seems to be a lot of mobility uh, with families, so we can find an opening. Uh, We also have a home-based program that a lot of our parents start off with if they're not quite sure that their child's ready for that full day yet. Project Now, of course, is based in Rock Island, but Project Mm -hmm. Now's territory (laughs) is three major counties, Henry, Mercer, as well as Rock Island County. How, How important is it for rural areas, the, the areas that are served by rural Rock Island County as well as Henry and Mercer. How important is it for parents in that area to take part if they need the help? I think it's very important. Um, those areas tend to be a little more isolating. You might have families that are spread further apart. Those children don't meet together on the, the corners and play. You know, the parks might be few and far between. So the socialization is a huge part of getting them ready for school. Uh, along with just your basics. I mean, yes, we work on all the basics of the, the ABCs and the one, two, threes and the colors and shapes, but it's way more than that. It's learning how to interact with 19 other children in a classroom. It's learning how to take directions. It's learning what's safe and what's not. There's a whole multitude of things that they're going to get if they come to the classroom. And, and we were talking about that, the fact that some families can't afford preschool. Head Start, who qualifies for this? There are a lot of ways to qualify. Income is just one piece of that. We also take families that are what they would consider over income. Uh, Maybe a child that has a disability. There could be if they're homeless, if they're a foster child. Um, There can even be extenuating circumstances, say something catastrophic has happened, say a death of a parent. That could even be something that on a social emotional level would make a child more at risk. And those are the kind of children that we try to help. This dovetails perfectly into Project Now's mission because Mm -hmm. not only is it involving children, but it also involves adults, parents, 
child raising. That's exactly right. You know, the Head Start staff are really wonderful with working with the whole family because that child has goals to enter kindergarten successfully, but mom and dad have their own goals. And so we have uh, family service workers who work with the families to achieve the family goals as well. Well, and we've always said that, oh, you know, you have a child born, there's no manual on how to raise a kid. That's mm -hmm. not so true anymore. I mean, you can have help when it comes to raising a child. You can. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I was going to just point out, because you've got home-based programs, you've got, uh, you, you monitor the children's progress, but you also have a way of uh, helping parents become better parents. Right. So there's all kinds of things in society that can help you, but I, I smile because I think most parents with a newborn child still feel very much like there's no manual absolutely because i think that's universally true i think you're right you're right. absolutely right right but but there is help in, in case it's just too much of a job for you exactly there's there's um programs out there that can help you with different phases of of that of family life we were talking also about the children that get involved in how to qualify um what what is it to the extent that you help disabled children, children that have some type of a disability. I mean, Head Start really is also geared for them as well. Indeed. Um, anything from a speech delay, a developmental delay, if the child has an IEP, which is usually set up through the school, uh, we will duly enroll with local school districts so that that child might get a part day at a school district with a little more specialized services, and then still be able to come to us for another part of the day so that they can end up getting a whole day of, of the education. Um, because you do offer various different types of, let's say, levels of service, so to speak. I mean, some of it can be that the child doesn't come to a class, but is actually at a home and gets some home service as well. Um, or, or that maybe it is part-time, or it's year-round, or it's during the school year. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you can, you're able to tailor it to some family's needs. Very much so, and that's a great thing about Head Start is they really want us to do what is best for our community. So when we devise our plan that we submit to, to Head Start, we really look at what does our community need. Uh, we do offer a home-based program, and like I said earlier, that's great for families maybe that are not too sure about that, maybe that first little one leaving the house quite yet, but they want to get that education started. So the teacher will actually come to the home and work with the parent and the child, so that also gives the parent the opportunity to be a part of that education. Um, well, as you, as, you, as you were pointing out, I mean, in so many different cases, if you're an only child, if you have no siblings, there may mm -hmm. be absolutely no interaction maybe with other kids. So I mean, mm -hmm. it is a chance to help develop not only educationally, but I would assume emotionally and socially. Yes, and it's also good for the parents because especially the first child and even your second or third or fourth, you don't always know what is normal. So you might worry that your child is behind developmentally or not be aware that maybe there are certain milestones that your child should be reaching. And so the teachers that go in to work with the parents can really help with that too, kind of saying, here's what we look at, you know, here's where your child should probably be, these are what we, the things we want to work on. Well, I mean, do we see success stories? I mean, do you hear from some of these parents saying, oh, little Johnny <laughs> came out of his shell because of Head Start, or, or little Susie really was ready for that first day of kindergarten? Absolutely, you know, every month we submit success stories as an agency, and sometimes it's about what the parent has achieved, and sometimes it'll be something in the classroom that's a child's achieved that a teacher has taken note of and submitted on. So definitely there's success stories. And let's be honest, I mean, there are statistics. I mean, there are studies that have yes. shown the importance of Head Start and these preschool programs. That's right. And even the transitioning to, kin to kindergarten every fall is a success of the whole 
number of students that transition. Because, I mean, I was a kid of the 60s. My mom took care of me. You know, right. the first day of school was actually the first mm -hmm. day of kindergarten. Right. That's not the way society operates anymore. That's right. So if that's your reality these days, you come in at a deficit. Sad to say. Generally speaking, maybe that's not a, you know, but generally speaking, you're at a deficit because you're just not as socially um, aware as another child who's been involved in, in uh, a daycare setting or an early preschool setting. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but competition sometimes is good. You can see you know, when a child is interacting with another child, that can help them learn a little bit more, a little bit faster. You can also see, oh, this person's doing this. Maybe, you know, Johnny needs more attention in that area. And the great thing about our classrooms are all mixed age, so they're three, four, and five-year-olds. So it gives the three-year-olds the opportunity to look at those five-year-olds who have maybe been in the program for a year or possibly two and see what they're able to do. So it gives them kind of something to strive for. And it gives the five-year-olds the opportunity to kind of be leaders. So maybe they don't have any siblings at home and there's some three-year-olds that are new to the classroom and these are the kids that can take their hand and say, hey, come over and play with me. So it really gives them a chance on both ends of that spectrum to, to benefit from it. Head Start also has a great part of its program is that it is not only education, but you're also keeping an eye on children's health, whether it's a, a dental or medical or, as we were saying, emotional. Tell me a little bit about that because what a great service that is for a family that might be a little down on its luck. You don't want to skimp on a child's medical care. Absolutely not. Um, so medical and dental is a requirement from Head Start and we will do everything we can to help a family get that. We will take families to appointments if necessary if they lack transportation. We provide hearing and vision screening. The great thing with that, we had one of our success stories a couple months ago was parents that we had vision screened their daughter and she failed, so they took her to an ophthalmologist and found out that she needed glasses at four. So we were able to really give that kid an advantage because she's been walking around thinking everyone sees things Absolutely. blurry and now finding out that there's a whole new world out there when you can see it correctly. Yeah, so, and, and how many times have we heard that a child's mm -hmm. fallen behind very early mm -hmm. in their education and it was because they had a hearing problem mm -hmm. or a vision problem and you had no idea. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this makes a big difference in that way. Mm -hmm. You're also giving assessments throughout the child's development during Head Start, during the program that you can also share with parents. So it is important to involve the parents in how well the child is doing. Absolutely. We do developmental screenings, which help us um, catch if there's anything right off the bat, in which case that's when we work with the local school districts. Uh, we also share those with parents. We use a, a curriculum called Creative Curriculum, and there's a whole online web-based assessment that goes with that that is shared with parents at conferences. Um, and then we do social-emotional screenings, and we have mental health consultants that come in and observe the classrooms. And if there are children that they think could use a little extra assistance, they will work with the families, they will provide uh, meetings with the families to assist in any way they can. Well, Mo, I mean, this is one of those programs that just seems to be, it's the basic safety net for families mm -hmm. in America, but funding's always an issue with so many of the programs <laughs> that you do. Explain to me Head Start funding. I mean, is, is it ever in crisis? Is it ever in jeopardy? Is it ever being cut on the ends? Well, I think um, Head Start comes from a federal source. Right. And we know federal sources are not uh, fixed Limitless. in stone, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. So they are constantly being reviewed and voted upon and negotiated. And it's, um, it's, not, it's something we never take lightly. So, and in Illinois, with the minimum wage increasing, that adds another component over the next several years too, because uh, at the federal level, they may or may not recognize that. 
So there's always these different things In other things words, that as play. far as an income minimum or? Um, as far as a um, increase in funding. Mm, I see. So I see. there's always these different factors at play of what the funding will cover and what it won't. And is it keeping pace with the costs that you know are going to increase? So we're watching that. That is a big issue, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure. Yes. Well, you have your last few moments here with me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Give me your best pitch for the person who's thinking that maybe their child should be in Head Start but hasn't made that appointment or, or made the application yet. What I can tell you is that there have been over 32 million children that have graduated from Head Start and went on to school. And we have not only helped those children but the families. The best thing about Head Start is it's not just about the children, it's about making the entire family succeed. And not only in urban areas like the cities in, this, in western Illinois. Really, you, you, you want to point out that you have the openings in, in Kiwani and in Kelowna and in other cities. Yes, and we have openings in our home base program, um, our Kiwani site, uh, a few areas in Rock Island County. Um, I do want to clarify that we do not serve the cities of Rock Island or Milan right. because they are served by another great Head Start program. Maureen Hart, Executive Director of Project Now and Project Now's Head Start Director, Marcia Siebold. You can get details about the Head Start program by going to the Project Now website. It's projectnow.org. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. Tribune Audio Network.